Well, Dr. Peter Uni is the director of Ontario's COVID Science Table. And among all the headlines from this past weekend, one of the biggest has been his that he considered stepping down over the measures that were put in place back on Friday. And Dr. Uni joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. I appreciate you joining us. Good afternoon. First off, uh, why exactly did you consider stepping aside? Oh, I was at a complete loss what to do, to be honest. You know, there are moments in, in life, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you, you're aware of that too, and you just need to reconsider your options and, you know, being ready to let go is typically one of the options that you will need to seriously consider just to be able to do the right steps afterwards. And and I also discussed that, you know, with some friends and and I just simply didn't understand anymore what was happening. It was as simple as that. Were you just caught off guard by that uh, press conference on Friday by the government then, uh, considering what uh, maybe you and others in the, around the science table were recommending and what you heard, that there was just such a disconnect? Oh, completely, yes. It's, you know... We have a situation of a pandemic that is essentially unmasking inequities everywhere in the world. And if you then see a set of measures that are being imposed that actually increases inequity even more with policing, with uh, you know closing down outdoor spaces, while ignoring that the problem, the, 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 the root cause of the pandemic is still you know out there and has not been addressed, this was just really for a moment, it was actually too much for me to bear. Why is it you don't think you're being heard, sir? Yeah, we were wondering that too, you know. I was really thinking back and thought, uh, you know, about the last few months, was was I personally not clear enough? We discussed it, you know. Danny Brown, who is, you know, very, uh, you know, introspective, thought about it. Was he not clear enough, etc.? To be honest with you, we have a, we seem to have a broken telephone problem here, and I do not believe that the sender is the problem, it's the receiver. And why is that? Because we've heard the Premier, you know, get up in front of the microphone in the press time and time again over the uh, past year. We have carried many of those press conferences live during our show, and time and time again we've heard Doug Ford say that uh, he always listens to the health table. He listens to the doctors. He listens listens to the scientists. But do you think that politics, uh, are they, Dr. Uni, playing more of a role than science in developing policy for the pandemic now? Look, I'm, I'm unable to tell you what happens exactly there, but it's, it's clear that we just need to fix that now. You know, in a way, looking back right now would not um, be respectful of the situation we're in. We need to look forward and we need to fix exactly that problem. We continue to you know, be ready to help, to help with, uh, with, uh, with the situation we're in. Um, we're still in a much better situation than many other jurisdictions in the world. We need to be aware of that. You know, Stanley Brown is still, uh, you know, weekly, probably daily currently, you know, in the cabinet and, uh, and uh, keeps also uh, discussing, etc. But we just need to get this done now. We need to stand together. We should worry about what has happened in the past later and just say, OK, how do we fix that? It's urgent now. All right, well, let's uh, look forward then. What, in your opinion, needs to be done right now that Ontario is not doing? Yes, so 
First of all, um, we really need to make sure that all those out there who actually work on all our behalf and get the job done are being protected um, uh, accordingly. You know, this is a pandemic mainly right now of essential workers and their families. So if we still have a situation, and for me as a European, that's very hard to believe that uh, that this is actually happening, you know, in a developed country, where where, uh, people actually don't have adequate paid sick leave in situations like that, that something is off. Something is off. People need to be paid to stay home when they're either symptomatic or have been exposed or need a vaccine, for example. Uh, if there, if if uh, the situation is like this right now, you can't get a pandemic under control if somebody needs to make a decision between getting tested or staying home and putting food on the table. I come from Switzerland, and in, in the Swiss actually don't do a good job with pandemic control. Guess what? They're still in much better positions than we are. Why? Because they have actually a social system that works. This makes a difference because it allows people to do the right thing. If we don't allow people to do the right thing, everybody is actually suffering from that. Not only those who are most vulnerable, but everybody else as well, because we won't get the pandemic under control. It's so simple. Can I ask you, too, about the uh, rollout, and does that need to change in some form? Do we need to maybe be taking those vaccines to these uh, essential workplaces and work sites, taking it right to the workers? So I think there are two aspects which are important. One is the neighborhoods that these essential workers live in. You know, we have 70, roughly 75 neighborhoods in the province that are most severely affected. A lot of essential workers live there. And the other part is indeed the facilities like warehouses, factories, etc., that we need to address too. Thank God, you know, we have a new leadership for the vaccine uh, rollout task force, Homer Tien, who takes all of that extremely seriously and has done so from the very beginning when it took over. Do you expect uh, the vaccination rate to really ramp up, uh, you know, starting uh, maybe even uh, tomorrow with the AstraZeneca age limit drop now to uh, 40? Do you expect things to, to really change in the coming weeks? Look, we need to be as fast as possible, but we can't expect miracles here. And then, you know, we have additional challenges such as when we go into these neighborhoods and also in facilities or when they go, it's not me, obviously, then um, we need to uh, be aware of we have younger people there who need to get vaccinated too. If we want to reach herd immunity, then the most important part is that we just can get vaccinated everybody. So from this perspective, we need mRNA vaccines in many of these places, Moderna or Pfizer, in addition, you know, an additional challenge is that, rightly so, um, you know, people in, in, in racialized communities are too skeptical sometimes, and we need to address their skepticisms too, and, uh, and need to make sure that we can move um, in, a, in, a, in a way that actually people actually gain trust. And this only works if we have community health care workers there, community leaders, community health organizations who help with all of that. You can't just expect that you can move in and everything is just fine and everything, you know, which has happened in the past is forgotten. It won't happen that way. So to find this, this you know, balance between speed and precision while respecting what's happening in these most vulnerable communities and facilities, etc., is challenging. Can I ask, you mentioned just a moment ago, we can't expect a miracle that things won't change overnight. But time is obviously of the essence here, Dr. Uni. And I know the federal NDP, they're calling for the federal government to invoke the Emergencies Act. As a matter of fact, Jagmeet Singh, leader of the NDP, calling Ontario, quote, a glaring exception to what is happening elsewhere in the country. 
Would you agree with that? And you think that the federal government needs to come in and take over? No, look, right now, first of all, I'm not a politician. I'm, I really, I don't look even at that part. But what we need to make sure now from all sides, opposition or, you know, the ruling party, we need to stop having political considerations on top of everything else. And that's an inherent danger. You know, that's how politicians are actually conditioned. They make politics out of everything. We're in a really severe crisis. Let's move on. Let's stand together and let's do that together. That's really, really important. I've had enough of politics here. We need to do the right thing for the people. That's not politics. Just finally, Dr. Uni, I started this conversation between us asking you what, why exactly did you consider stepping aside this uh, weekend? But uh, let me bring that uh, conversation full circle and ask you, what stopped you? What stopped you from resigning? We've been here for five and a half years. You might hear our, our children in the background, they're fighting, having a meltdown actually <laughs> right now. This province and its people, its, its people gave us a home here. And I have deep respect for the way people deal with each other here, you know, that they give all, you know, people from all over the world actually a home here. And it was as simple as that. Uh, I'm not doing anything for the government or so, and we're independent of the government. Everybody, you know, at the table, my colleagues, when we discussed that over the weekend, does that for the people here. We owe that to the people of, of Ontario, and we just keep going, period. Well, I thank you uh, for your service, and I uh, thank you for your time with us here the, uh, this afternoon, uh, Dr. Uni. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Stay safe. You as well. Dr. Peter Uni is the director of Ontario's COVID Science Table.